This is the Build Your Path Podcast, where we explore how people get into their careers in the built environment. Today's episode kicks off our Women in Construction Week series with guest Kayleen McCabe. Kayleen is a former DIY network star and current skilled trades advocate, and sat down with us to discuss the importance of bringing in women to the workforce. Welcome on into the Build Your Path Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Pine. And to help kick off WIC Week, which is Women in Construction Week, we have with us the president of MCCEI, Jennifer Sproul. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. Hey, Jen. Thanks for joining. And uh, our guest today is a uh, contractor and skilled trades advocate, uh, Kayleen McCabe. Hi, friends. Thanks so much for having me today. Absolutely. Glad to have you. Uh, so, Kayleen, if you don't mind just giving our audience uh, an introduction, you know, who you are and what you do. Uh, so, Kayleen McCabe, I'm a contractor. I live in Colorado. And I feel pretty fortunate that I've been able to spend some of my time in the construction trades doing television shows, both behind the scenes and then with my own show. But really where my passion is, is getting students encouraged to work in the trades or even their parents. Gosh, are you breathing? Come join us. Uh, there's some really great careers and opportunities. So that's uh, me in a nutshell. <laughs> I love that. Are you breathing? I, I always say that there is a place for literally everybody in the construction industry. <laughs> Genuinely. I, I completely agree with you. Cool. All right. Well, so how, speaking of the construction industry, how did you get to where you are now? Like what pathway did you follow? Uh, did you go to a school? Anything about your early life you want to share? Like how did you end up becoming a contractor? Sure. Well, I think I kind of fell into it. And that's why I'm so passionate about encouraging students to take advantage of the opportunities around them. Like there's education all over the place, but I fell into construction backwards, meaning that I was a good student in high school. I went to college for one semester, but that was not for me. I, I was the secretary of the Mystery Science Theater 3000 Club of Colorado <laughs> in high school or college. So don't be jealous. Uh, <laughs> so um, I was a 911 dispatcher after I left college, which was great. I loved helping people, but what really got it started is my cousin was a uh, producer on Trading Spaces a long time ago. So I got to work behind the scenes on kind of one of the first construction design shows out there. And that's where I fell in love with it. I'm like, get out of town. Wait, I get to like work with my hands, get dirty and gross and then walk away and it's something pretty. So that's kind of how I fell into construction. And now I've just stuck with it. I'm, I'll, I'll never know enough. I mean, at this point, I want my driver or my like CDL license. I want to weld. Uh, it's just, it's never ending, which is so much fun. That's pretty cool. So you clearly have a lot of passion for uh, skill trades. I think that's come through so far. Um, why do you think skill trades are so crucial to the built environment? Okay, I'll try to make this answer like succinct, but... Um, at the basic level, every student needs to take a class in the trades because take your, for example, automotive, uh, take an automotive class. Are y'all going to become mechanics? No, but everybody's probably going to drive a car. Um, should you learn a piece of construction class? Yes. Should you all become contractors? Well, selfishly, I say yes, but I'm biased. Uh, but uh, if nothing else, you will be a better consumer when you have your own home and your own property. You'll know how it works. Uh, and then also at a basic level, I believe that if students had the opportunity to learn something in the trades, especially in an earlier year, 
they're connected back to the reality. You can't hold a phone and use a saw at the same time. You know, so there's a lot of moving pieces behind why I'm so passionate. And it doesn't always have to do with the awesome career and great pay associated with these opportunities. Awesome. So you've talked a little bit about, you know, being, um, like falling into this and not having the education prior to being in the industry. What do you think the education system can do to show young women like a career path in construction? Um, well, I think it kind of goes universally. The, uh, in, the industry and employers drop the ball for a hot second on showing the pathway to success. Where you, you see college education, it's like go to high school, go to college, get a career which is not how it actually is. Statistically, we know that that's not, it's not four years. There's a lot of miscalculations going on. Um, but industry is starting to get better to show that, look, you might start off as a laborer. By the way, I highly recommend that because that's mm -hmm. how you know how all the moving pieces and parts work within you eventually your superintendent. Um, and so industry is starting to show those steps for success because it's, I don't know, we're able to break it down a little bit more now too and say, okay, I am a carpenter, I am an electrician, um, but then also those specialities outside of it. Um, but they can do more and they're working on it. It's just slow, it's slow going, you know, it's hard to like come up with curriculum and then also build during the day. So businesses are trying to balance a lot. True. There are a, a lot of great advocacy groups out there in construction, uh, namely one being NAWIC. Um, uh, what are organizations like NAWIC doing to close the gender gap in the industry? Oh, gosh. First of all, I wish I had found NAWIC earlier because what a great group. It's just a nice support group, men and women. It's the National Association of Women in Construction. Uh, but we do have some great cheerleaders everywhere. But um, one, they have a really great support system, too. So, um, you know, Look, every industry and career is going to have its challenges and its difficult parts. Construction's a little bit different because we're using dangerous tools, uh, building stuff outside. So it's not like I'm never worried about working in an office and the fax machine attacking me. Um, and so um, having groups like NAWIC or other associations, just so you can talk to friends, and there's kind of common ground. So they're really great about fostering that opportunity. But then, oh, gosh, they have such fun, like, summer camps, summer camps that I get to be a counselor at one year, hopefully many years to come um, for young girls. And so, you know, fostering that idea, especially during the summertime where they learn carpentry and safety and electric and pipe bending. And at the end of the week, they get to drive a giant piece of machinery. And how cool is it that Daywick is responsible for the first time these young ladies are driving something. It's not a car, it's a dump truck. <laughs> like we it's awesome so um NAWIC is really creative they're um black kids uh program as well focusing on the younger folks but they're awesome uh, among many a lot of groups now are saying like oh you know let's celebrate this industry we're artists we're artists with hammers and saws and two by fours or concrete metal it goes on there's a lot of mediums in our in our side so um yeah if you want to check out more NAWIC has a wonderful website where I'm sure you can find more information, but skills USA. I mean, I could go on. Like I'm a, I'm a nerd, I'm not going to say stalker, but I'm a stalker for some of these organizations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've actually been a NEWIC member myself for over a decade. 
And we actually have a Camp Newick that MCCI supports here in Baltimore too. So that's my daughter got to participate in it for the first time last year. She was finally old enough. It was really awesome to see my tiny little, uh, at the time, 11 year old, you know, working a hammer. And um, she's an, she considers herself an artist. So to see like her brain realize that, oh, wow, like soldering pipe, actually, she made made artwork and it's in her room and it's really cool to, to see that. So I appreciate you uh, giving us some props there for Camp Newick. We love it. Oh, it yeah, thank you. I'm, the, I'm a huge fan. I want to go back in time. I would have been a camper for sure. Same. For way too <laughs> <laughs> so switching gears a bit to the, back to the industry. What are some ways that like construction firms could better support the women that are their employees and make sure that they not just recruit them and bring them into the industry, but they actually retain them and support them on their career paths? Oh, okay. This is a challenging question for me because, um, and just because I had some recent interactions thinking about being a female in the industry, I've never really talked about it because like I'm, I'm a craft professional. You know, and I look at all the people around me and really kind of judging their talent and performance on the tools, not necessarily anything else. And so mm -hmm. um, I think that businesses and industry need to keep doing what they're doing. The times I've been treated the worst are actually in office environments. Uh, the times I've been challenged the most um, as a female have been in offices. When I'm on a job site, I'm treated well. I'm an equal because, again, I'm a professional there to do a job. So, um, yeah, I I wish I had like a better, you know, ABC answer. Hmm. But really, well, that's kind yeah, of that's where I'm at. I think that's a, a great answer. Um, and and finally, uh, if women are considering a career in construction, uh, you know, they're in they're either uh, post-graduation or they're in high school or uh, what have you, what progress markers can they look to uh, in the industry to feel uh, welcome? Okay. First of all, welcome and tell all your friends and come join us because it's awesome. It's so much fun. Um, but I'm going to say that um, make sure that your employer offers continuing education. There are a lot of things to learn in this industry. I've been in it professionally for 20 years. And I'm still constantly learning things. It'll never stop. And so find an employer that will um, encourage that. And then as far as benchmarkers, gosh, because of, not everybody wants the same path. You know, not everybody wants to become superintendent or project manager because like me, I don't want those jobs. That means I take the tools out of my hands and, oh, computers sometimes are so boring. I mean, it's a great <laughs> to get to talk to you all, but it's not my jam. So I'm um, sitting down with your employer and talking about, what are the opportunities in this particular arena? Do you want to be a business owner? Well, talk, you know, there are places you can go. And that's also where having a membership in NAWIC and networking with that is great because those mentorship opportunities and sounding out your career as you go is really critical. I mean, gosh, like I said, I might get my CDO license partly because I want an air horn on a truck, but you know, <laughs> you got to keep learning and keeping people around you and associations like this is valuable because you, I don't know, that's where you can kind of network and figure out where you want to go. So communication is huge. That's, um, I think, a critical, a critical part. And so as far as benchmarks, 
I guess assume at the beginning you're going to have crummy hours and it's going to be no fun for like a year, but you're going to show up and have a good time and have a good attitude. And with that, there will be growth opportunities. And those opportunities kind of depend on where you want to go. That's how amazing our industry is. Like, uh, I can't even tell you. It's like, I mean, do you want to work six months out of the year and then take six months off? There's opportunities completely, for sure there are that. And do you want to be a business owner? That is a thing too. Do you only want to work on Tuesdays? Might not be totally a thing, but I bet it might be, you know? So I don't know. That's um, having that, having that open communication with your employer, but then also in industry professionals, like other NAWIC members is really valuable. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I must say that it is a very flexible career choice and uh, the pay benefits they're amazing. I mean, one thing that uh, I think women should consider that we haven't talked about is is the pay gap is almost non-existent in construction. I think it's like ninety eight percent to a ninety eight cents to a dollar uh, for women versus men, whereas the average pay gap is like eighty cents to a dollar or something like that. So it is every young woman should be out there looking in careers in this industry. Yes, and not being intimidated, thinking that you're not going to be successful because it is physical at some point. I mean, oh gosh, the reality now is on larger construction sites, you can't lift over 40 pounds. I mean, it's, you know, I, I come out of residential construction, kind of learned with a cowboy crew. I don't suggest that path. That's why I suggest uh, trade schools, apprenticeships, more structured learning opportunities uh, with that. But I've made the best money in construction. I make the same amount because I don't bid a job as like, hey, I'm a trim carpenter and I'm a lady. Like, no, I bid the job as any other trim carpenter would and it, I perform like again. So yeah, that I just, I'm treated well and I make great money. It really is the perception sometimes is so off. Awesome. Well, uh, we really appreciate your time, Keely, for coming on the show. Uh, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Happy week week. <laughs> if you want to learn more about Build Your Path podcast or the built environment overall, go ahead and visit buildyourpath.org. Another big thank you to our guest, Kayleen McCabe. Build Your Path podcasts are produced by the Maryland Center for Construction, Education, and Innovation. I'm Matt Pine. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon.